into sports. 20 yards out, Ursa shoot, don't shoot! Oh, oh what a goal for Fabinho! Wow! Then get into the all new OTB Sports app. I think when he apologises to me, I probably will say hello to him, yeah. No. Videos, sports news, live scores, interviews. If Abregas is going to come up to me in the street and give me some of a mouth that he would have given me on a football pitch, what do we get a slap? Plus, exclusive content on the OTB Podcast Network. The biggest names in sports. Ready when you are. Search OTB Sports on your app store and download it now. Football on Off The Ball. With Paddy Power. Fueling the mischief in the beautiful game. Gamble responsibly. See Dunlewy.net. Really delighted to say that John Giles is with us this evening. John, good evening to you. How are you getting on? I'm good, yeah. Long, long time no hear from you, Jay. Yes, yeah. Great to be back. Get, <laughs> yeah, good. Get the band back together. Unfortunately, we're not celebrating. Um, what, what, what did you make of last night, John? Well, well, it was an improvement, uh, Jay, on the previous two matches. Um, so, so that's a start. You know, it's never easy for a manager to come in and get it right straight away. You know, again, I spoke last week on it. from my own experience when I went to West Brom, there were at least at least three players, probably four players, yeah, that I'd played against for over 10 years and thought, well, they can do this or that, and they couldn't do it. So you only, you only know by watching the players on the pitch. So it's difficult for Stephen to come in, I think, and he has a lot of players, as we know. So it'll take a few matches for him to get what he believes to be the right team. But I think that last night's uh, performance was an improvement on the previous two matches. I thought we should have won the match, Chair. We definitely created a lot of chances. Not a lot of chances, yes. but more chances. Well, we had, a good, we, had, we had at least three. You know, I think uh, Hardahan had a great chance, probably best chance to match in the first half. Uh, and, and Brown had a couple of chances in the second half. Certainly more chances than they had. I thought we were the better team over the 90 minutes. Um, in terms of the type of patterns of play that you look for when you, you're trying to assess whether or not a manager has has got his plans out there, what what were you seeing? Well, first of all, the, the hardest part, Jerry, I think, when you take over the team is to know exactly who are your best players. It's not so much your plan and what you're going to do. You have that's the first thing that you have to find out. Uh, because you'll have a, 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 an idea in your mind, well, he can do it, he can do it. It's only through matches that you play. You say, no, he's not quite as good, or this guy's better than I expected. So that's what uh, Stephen has to go through, especially for the first, I'd say, seven or eight matches before you exactly know. So what he'd be learning at the moment, yeah, he's better than I thought he was, or he's not as good as I thought he was. So that, that's, that's what he's doing. So the, the, it's not so much the plan as, well, who are, which is my best team? And obviously you want them to play as well as you possibly can in the style that you want. But it takes time, Jer. So what I saw last night was getting nearer the best team uh, that, was, that he could put on the pitch and also playing. I think what he'd learned from, from, from taking over is that the back five is very, very good. I mean, no, Coleman wasn't playing. I mean, Doherty played and Doherty played well last night. So he's got a good back five. And the back six, actually, if you include Doherty and Coleman into it. And then midfield up front. So what we're lacking, actually, last night was, was a finisher, Chair. Yeah. And unfortunately, as we know, uh, Connolly and uh, Ida probably would, probably, uh, I'm certainly sure Connolly would have been playing up front. So we have a problem, no doubt, in scoring goals. 
Look, we, we, we're, our record, I think, Nathan was talking about this earlier on, we've scored 10 goals in our last 17 games, um, yeah. stretching back under the, the last two managers as well. So, obviously, since Robbie Keane went, we haven't had anybody who can score. We, mm. weren't, we weren't creating that many chances under Mick. Like, there was at least progress last night. And, look, it's a small sample size, so I don't want to overreact, but that's the bit why you might begin to feel positive about where we're going. Yeah, well, well, under Mick, I think we, we conceded five goals in eight matches. So the back five, or the back six, including, that includes Lardy, have been very, very good. So that's a, that's a good start. And what, was, what was, I, I was pleased about last night, I think the previous two matches, I think Stephen was playing a high line. A high line is, is, is the old offside trap. I didn't see that last night. I, I was a bit worried about that, Chair, uh, because it's a, it's, a, it's a game of chance. With the, with the back five, that back six that we have, they can they can do what they did under under Mick McCarthy. There's no doubt. So there was no high line last night. I think which which was good. Well, well, I was pleased to see it anyway. And we defended well. Randolph made one good save when he had to. It didn't give much away at all. Uh, but we 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 did we did miss chances. There's no doubt. I mean, Hurricane's uh, chance in the first half was the best in the game. And Brown missed a couple in ordinary time. So we deserve to win it uh, on, on chances. But we still have to get somebody to put the ball in the back of the net. But I think Conley is our best chance there. And he couldn't play last night. And I think Ida could, could do it as well. So the two, the two forwards that I probably would have picked last night didn't play. So, so we have a problem scoring goals. Like, as you say, it's, uh, when Robbie was there, then, you know, he, did, he didn't do much in the game, as people say. But all he did was score goals. Turns out that's important. That's <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing. Actually, when the two lads we had playing last night, really, really, in the general play, were very good. They worked, McGoldrick Robinson worked extremely hard. Yeah, but, but, but they don't have a record of being goal scorers. No. So we do. I think Conley's our best bet. So if, if we get Conley scoring goals, and maybe Ida scoring goals, then I think we're on our way. Certainly, certainly a big improvement on the, on the previous two matches. Can we talk about the midfield then as well? Because you know mm. we, we've definitely, over the last number of years, we have not really looked for our midfielders to be on the ball or to keep the ball that much. And we've talked a good bit about this um, in the build-up to this game and in the build-up to mm. Stephen Kenny getting the job, that he actually wants his midfielders to be showing for the ball and to be, to be demanding yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Jared, I, think, I think the other managers wanted that as well. But we don't have anybody, to be honest. You know... Like the, the, the uh, uh, I think he was, he was putting a lot of faith in, in McCarthy, and McCarthy got injured yesterday. But I don't, I don't, I don't think we have a midfield general, as as they call it in the game. I think my own uh, feeling is I think Brady is the best man we have for that particular job, right? But we don't have the we don't have the answer to that. We have to make the best of what we have. I think Brady is the best man to see, as they say, see a pass, and that, you know. I, I, my, my, my midfield, I think O'Dowd is good. Uh, Hendrick played better last night. He, he, he moved back a little bit and he was, he was getting on the ball a bit. I think O'Dowd, Hendrick, Arthur would come into mind, Brady and McLean. That would be, that would be my five players from Crossman, depending on, on Arthur and Hendrick. That's, that's the way I see it. Yeah, but we don't have, we don't have a, a, you know, a, a Liam Brady or a Roy Keane. We don't. We just don't have that. So all we've got to do is make the best of what we have. And if you played those five, would it then be Conley up front on his own? So that would be. No, I, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't play them as a five. I'd, I'd play either Ar- uh, Arthur or Hendrick in the four, Jer. Yeah. Okay. 
and and and, and with the two la- the, the two lads up front. I, I think what what I've seen so far, uh, it could well be Conley. I definitely would put Conley in as as one of the strikers, and maybe Ida in as the two up front that I've seen so far. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm a bit like Stephen because I haven't seen all the players. That, they're only my my uh, picks, but you'd have to see them play again. But that's the way at, at the moment. That's the way I would see it. Now, I, I, after another two matches, I might change my mind on on, on some of that as well. Yeah, but that's the way I see it at the moment. Yeah, and that's fair enough. Um, because we don't have midfield generals, um, is is that one of the reasons why David McGoldrick ends up coming quite deep? And in a way, you know, we, we've talked a good bit about this as well in the build-up, that McGoldrick ends up doing the work that somebody else should be doing for him, and he, he then is not actually in the position to finish off the good work that he's doing. Well, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Jer. But 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 I wouldn't agree with it. I think McGoldrick is what he is. I mean, at club rec, at club level, he doesn't score many goals. I think he's a terrific lad and he does work hard. And sometimes he might be coming back into the positions that you're talking about that he shouldn't be. You know, like that. That's the type of lad he is. He, do, he does. He's he's a good grafter. But but you go back to 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 to, to Robbie Keane. You know, probably didn't come back deep, helping out in midfield and that. As the fella said, all he did was score. Mm. <laughs> so, you, you know, you don't. You, you, it's great for the, for the forwards to be working, but not working as, as deep. I think Goldrick is a terrific lad. I think Robinson is a good lad. All the lads we have, they really do try hard. But, but, but scoring goals is, is the, the most difficult art in football. And despite all the good work that they do, and I don't think it's because we don't have anybody in midfield. I think McGoldrick would do that anyway, Chair. Yeah, that's just the type of player he is. Yeah. Um, so the the midfield started with Conor Harrahan and McCarthy and Hendrick, and that was kind of the the trio that were playing there. With obviously a re- responsibility on McLean and Robinson to do a lot of defensive work and to be midfielders when we didn't have the ball, and then to be attackers when we did have the ball. Yeah. Uh, how did that, uh, as a shape, how did that shape strike you? I, I think the shape was okay. Um, I mean, the, wing, the wingers nowadays work hard anyway, uh, Jeremy. I mean, all the midfield players work hard when you don't have the ball. So the, 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 I, I think McLean is a good player. Uh, I think he's a good-hearted lad. I think Odell could give us a bit on the right wing. I think when you don't have t- uh, terrific midfield players, you're better with two lads wide and get it. In other words, the midfield players don't have an awful lot to do if they've got two wingers on, or got a winger on each side of the pitch, Jared. You know what I mean? They can get it and give it to the winger and let them get on and do their stuff rather than having, having to have a, a midfield general when we don't have one. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't, you can't manufacture one, can you? No. No. They're, they're born, Chair. <laughs> you know, you don't get, you don't get a Brady and, 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 and right. Look at England, actually. I don't think England have a midfield general. There's, there's not there's not that many of them around at the moment, uh, chair. So you have to make the most. I mean, if you go back, say you go back, I've gone back a long time to Notch Forest, for example, when they when they were winning the European Cup. I mean, if you look at the the the, 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 the midfield players that they had, McGovern, and I can't remember who the other one was. They, they were only ordinary players, but they had Judd Robson on the left wing that he was brilliant give it out to him he gets on with it and they had Martin O'Neill on the other side who was very good do you know what I mean Jer? Yeah. they didn't have a midfield general but they had players good enough to get it out to the two wingers and I think that's what we should be concentrating on you know two good midfield players but two people wide so 
they don't have to be particularly creative. Get the ball out to them, whether it's Odell and McLean, in my, in my uh, opinion, and let them get, do the raiding. Yeah. Um, there's been a, the usual, it's the, it's the Ireland football team, so there's obviously a massive reaction whenever we win, whenever we lose, whatever the team selection is, whatever mm. happens off the field. Um, mm. And some people are unhappy with the fact that we haven't qualified for the tournament. Um, they're comparing uh, the performance last night, saying that McCarthy or O'Neill would have got there. Other people are saying it's great that we played good quality football and are, are trying to be progressive. Um, the truth as ever is probably somewhere in between. It's a big chance lost for Ireland not to go through against a Slovakia team that wasn't very good. And Well, you know, like, like Martin did well early on, yeah, but like the last couple of competitions we, we competed in, we didn't, we didn't qualify. And Mick was put in to do the job that he did. I think Mick did, 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 did a good job. But uh, Mick got us to the position we were in in the, in the last week. We didn't qualify yeah. under Mick. You know, and I think Mick did a good job. But we still had to win the matches that we're going into now. And uh, I think from, from Stephen's point, I, I don't really go with the style of football, Jer. You know, it's whatever is effective. I mean, in my opinion, in, in my time, I didn't agree with what Big Jack was doing. I didn't like his style of football. But it was effective and we won. It's about winning matches. It's, it's not about style. You know, what's the most effective way that the manager thinks he can win matches? Sometimes it's attractive. Sometimes it's not attractive to watch, but ultimately, it's results that count. We we had Vinnie Perth on. He he would have worked with Stephen Kenny at Dundalk and said, "Look, we, you know, we were pragmatic when we need to be, when we need to uh, dig in, like in European games when they were away mm -hmm. in Petersburg or in Alkmaar." He said, "We were yeah. absolutely pragmatic. We weren't just going there to try and outplay the Dutch in in you know, free flowing football and get hammered." Yeah. Um, no. I, it's a results game, Jack. You know, I, 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 I don't believe and I don't think, think, well, managers have a way. Like, it's good to watch. It's easy on the eye. Of course, there, there are great teams like Barcelona in their day and Real Madrid in their day. who was, it was beautiful on the eye and effective. There's nothing wrong with that. But, but effective is the main thing. You have to win matches. It, it doesn't matter. And, and you're fine with supporters. You could be playing what is regarded as beautiful football and you're not winning the matches. They won't be happy. Whereas if you're winning matches and you say, well, it wasn't that great to watch, but we're winning. It's all about, it's all about winning, Jer. No matter how you, how, how you do it. I mean, there's been teams over the year that, that I've seen in, in, in all sorts of matches that weren't good to watch. But they were good. They were winning matches. And that's, that's what you have to do. I mean, St Stephen, I think, has an approach to the game that, that is easy on the eye. Maybe easier on the eye than, than, than uh, Martin O'Neill. But it's still about results, Jer. You have to get the results. I think he he wants to play a football that plays to our strengths. Um, and look, I, I'm not I'm not an apologist for him, and I'm not defending him. No, at no, all. no, I know you're not. I'm no, just trying no, to tease no, out I this. I can understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he wants to for our for he wants people to look at our team and go, "Geez, that's a good footballing team." And obviously, it has to win. That's ultimately. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a competition. Yeah, but but it, it, that's what I say, Jerry. It's like you have to. It's not always easy on the eye. When you're winning, especially see, with any manager, whether it be Stephen or anybody else, he's only as good as the players he has at his disposal. There's no miracle, miracle workers. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like say, say, say you had Roy Keane today or Liam Brady playing in midfield. 
Well, I, I'd say with the football that he would like to play, that he could certainly do it. You know? But you can only go with the players you have. Yeah. And, 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 and if you don't have it, then, then sometimes it's, 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 you have to be practical and say, well, those, those players I have can't do what I want them to do. So therefore, we'll be less attractive, but be more effective. I think a lot of people took a little bit of heart from the fact that we did create chances and that what we were yes. doing last night was effective. Yeah, I think so, definitely. That's what I said, Jared. I think we were better last night than in the previous two matches because it's only the first two matches that Stevens had. I think it'll take him about eight matches, seven or eight matches, to know exactly what he believes and not 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 believes, but knows what's his best team, what's yeah. his best players. It's impossible, Jer, to take over the team and to know because everybody has an idea. Any manager, I, again, I go back to my time at West Brom. I had the preconceived ideas about players who were good. And they weren't so good. And I, lads, lads, I thought not so good. Finished up to be very good. You only know by playing them. And Stephen is in that in that situation. It's only his third match. But I think in the, in the third match it was an improvement on the first two games. Was it an improvement on what you saw under McCarthy and O'Neill? Um, I don't think it was an improvement under under McCarthy. I think Mick was doing a good job of what he had. And he, he was very practical about it. He got the, the, the back five about, uh, very, very well organised and very good. Didn't score. We, we only scored, I think it was eight goals or five goals in the eight matches. Yeah, but we were well organised and good. And in Martin O'Neill's case, he, when Martin came to, to the club, Martin did a good job and qualified us for the major competition. Like he did that, Martin did. There's no doubt. But like all managers, Jared, it doesn't last forever. And Martin was finished, finished up getting sacked. Big Jack was finished, finished up getting sacked, you know. Yeah. Like if you stay in the, if, I think if you stay in the job long enough, you're not going to be successful all the time. Like Trapattoni took us to a major competition. Mick, uh, Martin O'Neill took us to a major competition, but then then ran out of steam. Some because maybe the players that he had early on finished playing, didn't have them, didn't couldn't get a replacement. You know that, that all all that happens in football. I mean, as far as Stephen is concerned, now Stephen has his own ideas of what he wants to do. Uh, and, 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 and what you have to do is, no matter what ideas you have, I mean, you could have an idea for a football team where you've got Brady and you've got uh, uh, Houghton and these players. He doesn't have them, so he has to make the most of what he has. No matter what style you want to play, you know, I mean, all managers have a style they want to play, but you, can't, you, can't, you, you don't have that style without the players. So you have to make, make do with what you have. And that's what Stephen is in that position now. And, that, and that's what he's got. That, that's the players he has at his disposal and he has to make the most of them. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it's sport. A lot of people overreact to small sample sizes. It sounds from what you're saying that people should bide their time and let's judge, let's judge them fairly. Last night was a huge game because so much was riding on it. Yes. But that it would actually be fair to judge them after another five games. Yeah, well, I, I think, you see, with, with Stephen, Stephen was unfortunate in the way that he came into it. He was coming into competitive matches. You know, they were competitive matches. He didn't, he didn't have, like, I think when Martin O'Neill took over the job, I think he had about seven or eight matches, friendly matches, before we had a competitive match, which is ideal. Stephen doesn't have that luxury. Yeah. Like, people are expecting him to get, get results straight away, and it, it, that, that's not fair. I think what, what the first two matches uh, and last match was an improvement on the first two matches. And if, if Stephen is going to be successful, and we all hope he is, 
then then he'll imp- he will improve the team as we go along. That's what that's what good managers do. But I I I, I said from the start, I think it'll take uh, take Stephen. I'd have to give him seven or eight matches, yeah, before you could really judge him. Yeah, or, or any manager, not Stephen, any manager. The, the the difficulty, I guess, from his perspective, and it's not really difficulty. The prize is huge. It's a, a chance to win a qualification for a World Cup in Qatar, and obviously, it's a, a very short period of time that that's all going to happen in. Um, but those World Cup qualifying campaigns are always much harder than the Euros because there's far fewer teams who qualify. So, like, you don't, you can't guarantee that he's going to have a second shot at another Euros either. That's the other side of this: is that, quali- yeah. you know, qualifying for the Euros. Well, that's, that's the game, Jared. You know, that's that's where it's difficult for managers, particularly international managers. Because they're going to be judged very, very quickly, and and it's it's not like a manager playing in say in the Premiership where you've got 38 matches where you have a bad start and then you can improve it. You don't get that luxury in international football. And Stephen can only do what he's done. I think he's been unlucky because the first two matches were competitive matches, weren't they? Jim? Yeah. Like yeah. his first three matches have been competitive matches. Like again, I go back to Martin O'Neill when he started. Martin had I think eight friendly matches before he went into his first competitive match. Don't. don't Stephen doesn't have that luxury. Like he's, look, he's looking for to, 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 to find out what his best team and get results at the same time, which is very, very hard on him. You know, you've got to give him that seven or eight matches, for and the, that's it. The, the game on um, Sunday, the, the Wales game, we mm. were chatting about this in the office earlier on, and chatting with Nathan, who did commentary last night, was doing commentary for that game again. He was like, oh, you know, it's hard now because you've got to make a load of changes. Everybody's fairly tired after playing 120 minutes and going to penalties and you know there's a, an emotional toll from being knocked out of the Euros and then you've got to go again up you get and yeah well that's 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 the situation we're in uh, you know it's just disrupted everything in uh, I mean we're lucky to be playing matches at all uh, with 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 the virus uh, situation and uh, and what you'll find with Stephen I mean all the managers are in the same position yeah it's the way it is it's not easy but, but uh, that's the way it is. I mean, Wales, Wales have played a couple of matches, haven't they? Yeah. Well, they had a friendly against England um, last night as well. So Yeah, So yeah. but it's, it's, it's a couple of they're going to be trying in that anyway. Would, you know, would you change the team a lot for the weekend? Or do you try and stick with as many players who are fit and able to go again after that? Because there's a bit of confidence building from that group, from the quality yeah. that they put in. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change the the, the, the team so much Ger, for the from the physical aspect of it. You know, I would only change it to learn, learn a bit more, and say, well, I think I mean, we've played three matches now, and Joe Bloggs is better in that position than Jim Bloggs. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily change it from the the physical aspect of it. I mean, it's not easy for players, but players are fit. You know, they, they've played quite a few matches now. I'd still. I'd. I, I, if I felt that. The team that finished the other day was my strongest team for Sunday. I played them. And if somebody needs to come off, you can make a lot of subs. Exactly. But you're, see, I keep going back to it with, with Stephen. St- Stephen, like all people, would have a preconceived idea of this is the team I want. He won't actually know that till he sees them play. Yeah. That's why he'll make the changes. You have to make the changes that you did. I know, like my my first team in West West Brom, I made a mess for the first eight matches because I was making changes. I wasn't sure who was what was my best team. But I was into competitive matches though, and luckily enough, I came through it and, and we finished up getting promotion. So I knew after like after trying the players out that I thought might do it. 
he's not going to do it till I eventually came to the final conclusion that is my best team yeah. and stuck with that then. From but you have to learn. I mean, Stephen has taken over you know, a group of players that he would have preconceived ideas about and you find out some of them will be better than he thought they were and some will not be as good as he thought he was. But it's only through matches that you learn. And what's, what's a good sign at the moment? I think we played better last night after the third match than we did in the first two. So I'd say Stephen has, has learned from that, from the, the previous two matches, and he learned from the other day as well. The other thing, and again, it's really early in this, is that there was a concern that was voiced from some former players um, that, you know, Stephen Kenny has come from the League of Ireland. It's not the same as international football. There'll be a period of time where the players are going, is this guy, is he, is he able for this job? Is he going to be able to command the room? Or is his training going to be good? Or his tactics going to be good? Is he going to know enough to be able to carry it off? And I know it's very early, but like the team have certainly responded to what he's asking them to do. So, yeah. Well, well, I, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't go along at all, at, at, at all. That somebody's coming from the League of Ireland, you know what I mean? Sure. I, like my, my experience in football, I've met managers who have played, played, uh, sorry, managed in the, in the, in the, in the, what's now the Premiership and that, and meeting them, I thought they knew nothing about football. Liam Toohey was was a League of Ireland man. Liam had a very, very good knowledge of the game. I mean, if you take the lad, and I go back to the, to, the, to the Premiership, you look at this lad Wilder at Sheffield United. Like, what background did he have in football? And he's done a terrific job. Same with the lad at Villa. They haven't been top players. I never, I never really heard of them, heard them before. So, uh, if you take a Mourinho, for example, like where did Mourinho come from? Yeah. Never played at the top level, Chair. Uh, but he had a good knowledge of the game, and he was, in, and he was a good manager. So people, when he, when he got his start in, in, in Portugal, I sa- I'd say would, would have said the very same thing. How can he manage a, a top team? He's never played football. But you don't, you did like some of the, some of the I, I played with, luckily enough, played with some of the, the top footballers ever. And quite a lot of them, yeah, actually didn't have a good knowledge of the game at all. And I played with lads who were ordinary players, would have a good knowledge of the game. You know, they're two different things altogether. I think that I know what the people said about Stephen, uh, Stephen, Stephen Kenny, and I think it was very, very unfair on him, to be quite honest. I think the job he did at uh, Dundalk which was in Europe, you still have to uh, get players, treat players, and do, do what you need to do to have the success he had. That's the game, you know. I, I think it's an, an unfair uh, uh, situation for Stephen Kenny to be in. He's going to be judged the same as, and should be given the chance to be judged the same as everybody else. Yeah, and I, I think it's clear the players are playing for him, it's clear they understand him, it's clear the team is well coached at the moment. Yeah, well, it, time will tell, Jared. Nobody knows. I mean, I've often said, I would hate the last thing I'd want my life to depend on is to pick a manager that was going to be successful. I've had, I've had experience. Over. I've met, met lads over the years. Uh, actually, when I was playing, I've just finished playing, I, I got very friendly with Ian St. John. And I played with Jack Charlton for 10 years, right? And at that time, any time, if somebody said to me, who would you recommend for, as a manager? Jack Charlton or Ian St. John? I would have said definitely in St. John. Steve St. John was at Portsmouth and didn't make it at all as a manager. And Jack went to Middlesbrough and, and other clubs and was very, very successful. So judging a manager is very... I wouldn't like to be doing it for my life. I'd hate my life to be on the line to be speaking to manager. All you can go is on the record. And I, I think Stephen Kenny, well, what he's done is done dark, deserves the chance 
to manage the Irish team. Now, like anything else, we have to wait and see. Is he going to be able to do it or not? But we don't know until we give him a chance. Same, yeah. as, same as anybody. No, fair enough. Um, last question then. Like the heartbreak of a penalty shootout, the team has to just get over it, park it and move on. The Euros are over. They're going to be watching it on telly next summer. That's, that's dead and, and buried. Like, you know, we know these things do take a little bit of time to get over. Well, well, of course. Like any player, uh, any set of players, they're going to be disappointed. Uh, from Stephen Stephen's uh, point of view, he's going to be very disappointed because I'm sure he would love to manage the team next next. Is it next year? Yeah, 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 the, yeah next in, summer in, in the Euros. But that's the way it is. You know, you just have to get on with it. You you you, you, you lose on a penalty shootout, but that was in in in, in the playoff uh, place, and we deserve to win it. But that's the game, Jared. Like once it goes to a penalty shootout. It can be anybody's, as we know. Yeah. It's, a game, it's a real game of chance from there. I mean, they, 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 they could have a rubbish team and have, have penalty takers who are absolutely brilliant. Like Our penalty takers were quite good, but it's just on the day. But you know, Stephen has, to, has now to get on with it and, and get ready for the next competition that he's in. That's the game. Yeah. And disappointment. But, you know, there's plenty of disappointments in football. Yeah, and it keeps bringing us back regardless of that. John, great to talk to you again. I hope you're keeping well. I'm, 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 so, I'm still alive, Jared. Thank, thank <laughs> God. So I'm, I'm terrified of this particular, particular thing, this virus. But uh, so far, so good, Jared. I'll keep going. Well, and yourself. Yeah, listen, thanks a yeah. million. Great to talk to you. Okay, Jared. Bye. That's, bye. that's uh, John Giles, Irish football legend, talking to us there about the game last night and our heartbreaking defeat on penalties to Slovakia. Now, before we uh, take a break... Um, I just do want to point you in the direction of a panel discussion that we recorded during the week with the Irish Paralympic swimmer Ellen Keane, who was joined by John Fulham, a four-time Paralympian, and the Irish discus athlete Orla Barry. The Irish Wheelchair Association has had to cancel its annual street collection, obviously because of the COVID pandemic. It's a massive fundraiser for them. It's a big opportunity for them to get out around the country and remind everybody about the incredible work they do. So if you have any chance or any spare money at all, they're appealing to the public to continue to support their appeal online and to donate through the website iwa.ie. That panel discussion is brilliant, by the way. Um, Alan Keane, John Fulham and Orla Barry. You can get it on the OTB Sports app. Just search OTB Sports. We're back talking rugby with Fiona Steve next. Football on Off The Ball. With Paddy Power. Fueling the mischief in the beautiful game. Gamble responsibly. See dunlewy.net.